Welcome to Osnap, candid conversations about business and life with your hosts Amy and Rosie, owners of Snap, the community, education and inspiration forum for photographers and creatives. Hello, Father. It's been four weeks since my last <laughs> my last therapy session. Yes, it's been four weeks since we recorded the last six, six episodes. Um, this is episode seven. Um, and yeah, it's nice to be back again. Um, thank you for everyone that's been listening so far. By the way, it's actually reached way more people than I thought it was. Like, not in like a you know we know why we're doing this, but like. Um, people that aren't photographers as well. Yeah, there's which been is quite cool. Yeah, there's been a lot of really positive feedback from people who've listened to the other episodes um, that we've recorded, and um, yeah, it just feels good to be putting something out into the world that is potentially helping other people. Yeah. Um, while also chatting shit with you <laughs> about random things that kind of make up our lives which I only realise are quite weird when I meet <laughs> when I meet people who have jobs. <laughs> I was speaking like just just to start on a tangent, I was speaking to someone the other day about um office wear. Right. I won't tell you the origins of the story <laughs> but we were talking about office wear. And I was like, yeah I just don't know anyone that that works in a job that has Office wear. Like, yeah. I don't know anyone that works in an office anymore. Yeah, I mean, what do you wear to the office these days? Yeah. Sorry, it's just a random thing that no, occurred no, to me. I... And I was like, oh, yeah, I know people that wear uniforms. Mm. Um, but most most other people are just in, like, in the cash. Yeah, like, I don't... cash gear. I don't have any friends who aren't self-employed or creatives. So when I do meet people... Who aren't like us. Who aren't like us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like... This is a local podcast for local people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm like... God, I'm so happy. Even though there's so many struggles with being self-employed. Sometimes I would love a salary. Yeah, part of, yeah. At least once a week I'm like, ah, oh, if I was in a PAYE, mm. this, this would not be happening. I feel like that every time I have to do my VAT return every three months, <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, for fuck's sake, if I had a job, I wouldn't even have to like think about this stuff. It's just Someone else to do this for me. It's just done automatically. Um, and I think as well, if you're employed and you earn over the VAT threshold, you don't pay back. It's only if you're a business. That has just, like, that, that's never occurred to me. Yeah, so if you earn over the VAT threshold, on a salaried job working for someone else, you don't pay back. Okay. Everyone's like now, fuck Mind say, blown. fuck like, say, like, you're oh, even more penalised by the various system. We won't get into that today. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, everyone always talks to me about that. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's a great topic. <laughs> um, no, no, no! I like helping people because I wish that I had known. It's just the look on your face, like. Alternative <laughs> <laughs> guide to that. Yeah. Oh God. Um, but anyway, today. Today, 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 we're going to talk about a topic that um, I struggle with. You struggle with. Mm-hmm. I think everyone struggles with. Mm. And you can hear all of, like, the fucking positive memes you want about it <laughs> on Instagram, but it still hurts. Um, and that's failure. Uh, F word. The big F word. Failure. Um, no one wants to feel like a failure. No. It's <laughs> been my whole bloody life, like, trying to avoid being a failure. I think that's what it is, though, isn't it? You start off as a kid, like, and you just... 
You're just trying to get by. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to survive. Just, just trying to, like, pass those tests. Um, yeah. You know, I blame it all on the spelling tests and the, oh, like, the, the quick maths and stuff. Like, uh, I think that's where it starts, isn't it? And it's yeah. like, because you get used to very quickly kind of being it's quite linear you're either you're either failing or you're succeeding yeah it was like what was it for GCSE it was like an A, B or C was like a pass but anything under that was a fail it was like well what was even a point in assigning letters like let's just say A, B, C and then fail (laughs) and you know there's like the whole winning losing um and then you become an adult and you know it's personal and business and mm-hmm. self development and everything, isn't it? Like mm-hmm. failure is inevitable. Yeah, but I, but like <sighs> failure is inevitable is still like a new concept for me. And you're in your thirties. Yes, yes. I mean, this is how like toxic it is. I mean, I remember I remember a couple of years ago, um, I put out a course, mm. and um, for something completely different. Uh, and nobody bought it, and and I was so happy. <laughs> I remember the look on your face, being like, "What the fuck have you had? Have you lost your shit? What what is going on?" And I was like, "No, I've never, I've never like failed this much before. Like everything mm. I've, everything I've done, I've like pretty much kind of gotten away with." Yeah. You, like, not not like. I don't know. I've never like flown at everything, but I do have a pretty good track record, and and I think part of it is because I was good at academia, at school. I was good at school. I was good at the school system. Yeah, that I was terrible. Well, that rewarded me. So, like, I just got used to things, kind of, coming Always easily. Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And being like, and very much having the ethos. Well, if you just worked hard, because I did. I like didn't come easy, but yeah. So no, 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 I know what you it, mean. It proved the theory that if you worked hard, um, you succeeded. Yes. I've been, like, the opposite mindset. Yeah. Of, like, for a long time, I was like, why bother? Mm. It's just going to fail. Mm. Because so much of my childhood and school life was just failure. So it was like, I'm just going to quit now. And I think that's why I've lived in so many places as well because I'm like well this is hard it's not working out so I'll, I'll just leave <laughs> and start again um and yeah it's interesting how everyone has such an individual relationship with it I really hate though how it's being like used quite toxically in the the like the business space of like you only you're only failing if you quit or like if you give up like sometimes it's healthy to quit like if something really isn't working fucking let it go (laughs) (laughs) move on with your life like are you sad are you unhappy is this really dragging you down then fucking leave it behind exactly it really annoys me when i hear that like failure can be so i mean like that that cause um i will go back to it at some point but i was not i realized afterwards i was not ready to be giving like if people had bought it I would not have been ready to give them the support <laughs> that they needed throughout that yeah. thing and I was like yeah I was just really grateful that <laughs> <laughs> also like going through that and being like oh I didn't die like I didn't no one died yeah no you know it's always a good gig if nobody dies but like I, I did that and it wasn't the end of the world I think I'd just been conditioned from an early age be like if you're failing you are there's something wrong with you as a person like it's very much mm. like a um maybe that's bad oh amy <laughs> oh mate because yeah i have failed so much that's so many things but then if i like if i don't the minute that i start to fail or think i'm failing mm. i just panic because it is like my whole world is ending. Yeah, I, I can recognise that feeling. It's not good. Like, this this is not... <laughs> this... <laughs> I'm gesturing at my face. This is not healthy. <laughs> this relationship with failure. I'm working on it, but yeah. 
Yeah, I think having a healthy relationship with failure is like one of the best things you can do um, if you run a business or just if you want to live a life. Um, yeah. And I mean, live a life, like not exist, not spend your entire life being risk aversive because you're kind of scared of getting hurt or something going wrong or you might feel embarrassed or you're worried of what people are going to think of you. Um, I... I, I'm, I'm on board with that. I'm just not on board with the whole, the toxicity that's around it at the moment. Um, because while it is a part of running a business in particular, like mm. if you don't try new things, you don't know what works, yeah. you, don't, you don't learn any lessons, you don't know how to progress. And I think it's but the idea that like you can't quit, like you, you fail once you quit, to me is just like, well, sometimes you need to quit things. Yeah. Because um, they're either bad for you, like you've tried too many, several times now and it's still not working. Um, or it's not making you happy or if it's not giving you fulfillment or like whatever, like it is okay to quit. Um, One of the best bits of advice my mum ever gave me actually um, was around books, mm. right? And I was really struggling with this book and I, I don't oh, know where I, I, to say. I, I, I don't know where I picked it up from but um I think it was probably at school that like if you start a book you should finish it <laughs> yeah and my mum was like I was complaining to my mum about how boring this book was and she was like why are you still reading it and I was like well I've got to finish it haven't I like I've, I've started that I've got to finish it and she was like Rosie in this world there are more books than you will ever ever if you sat down and just solidly read she was like you would never get through all of the books in the world she's like why are you wasting your time on one that you're not enjoying mm. and i was like freedom yeah i've definitely got a million unfinished books in this flat that i probably will never finish i don't have so much shame about that. Oh, dude, no, let it go. <laughs> let it go. No, I'm not going to do that. I look at let them it and go. I'm like, one day I'll come back to you. <laughs> Petting them. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry for abandoning you. <laughs> but yeah, I know it's that the idea of quitting yeah. people can be really hard. And I think it's because of this negative relationship with failure. Mm. Um, but like, it is right in the sense that you don't have success without failing. Like, you have to fail a lot. I mean, I've had more failures than I have had successes. Um, and I think it's like... And, and it's weird because, like, my successes have just led me on to setting bigger goals or going for, like, bigger, bigger achievements. Mm. Because you're never really satisfied, especially if you've got like an A-type personality, like what I have. There's always the next thing. Um, but there's more of the failure than there is the successes. And actually, sometimes I feel like some of my successes have been failures. Like, Ooh, like what? Well, um, because, because of oh shit, uh, because of how you felt. Yes, because of how I felt afterwards. Yeah. Like, sometimes how I feel about being six figures doesn't feel like a success. It feels like a failure. Like, I've... Because of, like... Yes, that was a monetary success. But it was, like, a failure of personal care. So it was, there was a duality mm. there. Um, and I feel like I failed myself, even though I had huge monetary success. Um, that, um, sorry, the kids screaming outside. Yeah, like I feel like the monetary success was great, but there was there was a big failure of personal care for for yeah for, for, for myself. So I, I also think it's like two. I think success and failure like coincide. They run together. There is a duality. I know plenty of people who have successful businesses and then their marriage has failed yes because of the success of their business yes um so you know <laughs> rosie's like going it's all subject <laughs> <laughs> business flying relationship nah. exactly yeah. um, so i think there's always like there's there's this like cost as well and i think it's just life um like i don't think that changes I don't think there's any I think it's just something you have to accept and be aware of 
Yeah, I mean, it's inevitable, isn't it? You can't get everything right all the time. No, I think that's the other thing as well. As humans, we get completely freaked out when we get something wrong and we immediately go to the same Embarrassment. Yeah, Im- shame. I, I think embarrassment is, like, such a powerful emotion. I think it's seriously underestimated. Like, I think it really drives how people behave. Like, why you, what holds you back from taking more So risks? you're talking about shame, not embarrassment. Okay, maybe. We've had this conversation. Yeah, but... So you're talking about shame, because shame is when you identify. So I am a bad person. Because if you were embarrassed... I think, like, it's being laughed at. Yeah, because it reinforces the shame you feel about yourself. Okay. So, like, embarrassment and guilt are, like, really healthy emotions. Because, like, it's... They... It's like, oh, I did a silly thing. Or I did fail. Okay, rather than I am a silly person. I am a silly person. I am a failure. I am a bad person. It's the that's so shame. Your yeah, shame is being, embarrassment is doing, and there is a separation. There's Thank a you. distinct separation because um, if you're embarrassed, you usually can move through it pretty quickly, and you can like process it better. You don't identify with that. It's not a part of your identity. Um, it's just something that happened. Yeah, something that happened, not something that you are. While shame is like um, something you do something, you make a mistake, you fail at something, and then you just think you are such a terrible person that everyone must hate you, and that you need to retreat from the world and not interact with it. You're not going to try again because it definitely won't work because you're a failure. You're a terrible human while if you just feel embarrassment or guilt you won't be identifying does that make sense kind of um, i think i'm mostly there yeah like i i still think i have a lot of shame like because shame is like what it was a really important emotion and if you want to learn more about shame then brene brown is kind of like the person for shame okay. she does like shame research um and um yeah, shame is so unhealthy now, but like back in the day, it was used as like a coercive tool. Well, no, it comes from like when we had like predators that would come like after us. So like if you were um, part of a group of people who were like all surviving, and then like you led a saber toothed tiger back to the group. <laughs> Um, you would be shamed and ostracised from the community for your stupidity. <laughs> um, Fair. <laughs> so we don't really need it. I mean, there's better explanations of it now, but like the way it's used now is like... Sometimes I hear parents mm. being like, you are such a liar, you are such a bad child. Where do you go from there if you're being given that label? Well, if you say what you did was really bad and it has caused other people to feel like X, Y, and Z, there's then growth. The labeling, the you are, is where the the shame comes from. I think we do, like, possibly why I find it quite confusing is maybe something that we all do, like where we, I get confused with things that I have done and things that I am. Yeah, so that's all it is. You take your identity. Yeah, so when you fail at something, Mm. like it just reinforces the shame that you feel about yourself. Mm. Um, And like, shame's really hard to get rid of. Mm -hmm. Shame is so hard to get rid of. So then, if you are in our situation where you have to run a business and that requires you to fail, on a regular basis, um, sometimes in small ways, sometimes in massive ways, sometimes it might be as simple as like, you have a client meeting and then they ghost you and you know, that rejection can trigger all kinds of shame. Then you like, you get desensitized to that as you kind of go along with your career and rejection doesn't it's hit hard. quite yeah. quite so hard. Um, 
And it's interesting how failure and rejection can feel really similar. Yeah, I mean, like, they are the same to me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just, yeah, like, they, yeah, they are in my head. Mm. Yeah, because I... Because I've failed at um, being appealing to that person or being... Yeah, so, like, with your course... Yeah. You wanted to sell that to people and in your hope you were like, oh, I, people will buy the course and hopefully they'll buy it because they like me and what I'm offering and they think what I'm offering is a value. Yeah. Again, notice the I am. Mm. Um, and then what's happening when no one buys the course is you're like, you just feel like a mass yeah. of rejection. Yeah. You don't consider what could actually be going on is, you know, Maybe people can't afford the course right now, or it's not the right time. Oh, it's totally the wrong time. Also, I didn't have enough, like, um, I didn't have enough uh, of an audience or a client base. So you oh. weren't ready. Yeah, I wasn't you ready. You weren't ready to, so you almost did it too soon. Yeah. But then... I'll do it again at some point in the future, but um, <laughs> I'll make sure I'm bloody ready. <laughs> <laughs> but look, you learn. So, yeah, I learned so, stuff. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So it's yeah. like, and then people are like, probably you learned something, so it's not a failure. It's success. I no, no, I'm also like, no, it's a failure. It's, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, it's fine. Um, yeah. It's yeah. funny thinking about it now, because it's like... In hindsight. Yeah. So you had that separation. Yeah. There's no identifying anymore. No. It's just something that happened, and... Yeah, I learned from it. But at the time, it was like... <sighs> I was both really happy and completely devastated at the same time. Does that make sense? Can you... Yeah. I just... I held both of those at various times of day. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I felt that definitely, like, last year with Snap. Yeah. Um, that was brutal. That was, like, probably one of my most brutal failures mm. was um, us not being able to sell enough tickets for it to go ahead last year. Mm. Even though so many of the things, like, the reasons for that yeah. had nothing to do with us as people, (laughs) me as a person, Um, you know, everyone was coming out of the pandemic, 2022 was like a brutal year for wedding photographers, or for photographers, or just anyone, just 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 anyone, Um, and you know, it wasn't the right time, and I also feel like with this year, we've had a lot more practice. Like, yeah. we run more events. I feel more confident about running events. Um, so it doesn't feel like a failure in that sense, mm-hmm. but it did feel like a massive failure at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I still, I'm mostly over it. <laughs> Dude, I love you, but you're not over it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm not over it yet. I'm mostly over it. <laughs> Nah. <laughs> no, it hurt me. And it's okay, you don't have to be over it. Yeah, it did hurt. And I, I think it's like, it's kind of that feeling that I want to talk about yeah. the most because I actually think that the fact that we we tried and we're doing it and we did do it and we have done so much is like the important part. Mm. Not the, it didn't happen. Um, and I think that is the, the thing with failure is, like, you did try. Yeah. Join us this April for Snap 23, the photography festival you've been looking for to help you learn, grow and develop your business in a setting that is strictly informal. Nestled in the Peak District over four days, You'll be learning from amazing speakers and join your fellow photographers in taking part in workshops, styled shoots and photo walks before settling in for campfire chats and board games in the evening. Want to find out more? Visit snapphotofestival.com Failure is proof that you tried to do something. Yes. Yes, yes. Oh, I love that. Oh, (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'm wise. Yeah, because it is. It's like you took, you participated. Yeah. Um, and that's like why I have the Theodore Roosevelt quote on my wall. Um, because 
it is like a reminder. Um, Are you going to read it? Yeah, I will read it. A lot of people would have had this, but I mean, if you follow, if you follow Brené Brown at all, then definitely. I mean, it's a, it's a very famous quote, but I just I love it because it just like reminds me that I'm I am participating. Mm. Um, so it's called the Man in the Arena. Um, it is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who's actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again because there is no effort without error and shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasms the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumphs of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. Uh, yeah. I love it. Yeah, it's great. Because I think it's that duality again. You can't... You can't, you can't, you can't succeed unless you unless fail. You fail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like you know how there there is duality in everything. So you, oh, I just had this like wash of warmth like come over me. Sorry, I'm gonna get all like freaky now. <laughs> but um, yeah, like just kind of I have a feeling like I've been failing a lot lately. There's a lot in my life where I feel like I'm failing at, but actually, like I'm learning a lot. I'm gonna be fine. <laughs> this like yeah just when you're reading that that's yeah. really lovely I, I love it that's why I had um Grania from Ink and Paper do a print of it for me because it's that it's when people say that when I'm struggling because I struggle a lot mm -hmm. like I, I know that I struggle a lot and it's when people say to me things like oh it's so inspiring how ambitious you are and how amazing you put yourself out there. But like, this is why you're tired. This is why like you your mental health struggles. Like, is it really worth doing that? And those people aren't in the arena. No, I'm having this. I'm having a lot of these conversations at the moment, as you know. Yeah. Um, where um. Yeah, I'm, I'm being told from a few different directions that maybe it'd be best if um, I got a proper job. Mm. Um. <laughs> I love the proper job comment. <laughs> um, and, um, yeah, the, uh, or, or being told various different ways I should be running my business more efficiently. Um, or not even more efficiently, just what I'm doing is wrong. Yeah, that people love to do that. Um... And, and it, uh, yeah, I do kind of actually, and get out of, you're not in the arena is. So if you're not like, I now like, again, Brené Brown's advice, and I would really recommend anyone watching The Call to Courage on Netflix. I watch it whenever I'm feeling okay. shit. Um, Cause then I'm like, yes, <laughs> yes Brené. I'm in the arena. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here, Brené. <laughs> I'm doing it. <laughs> It hurts, but I'm doing it. <laughs> Whenever, I, because I'm like, I don't want to hear criticism from anyone who's not doing what I'm doing. Because their they their their opinions just don't count. They don't know how I feel, and they don't know why I'm doing what I'm doing. And they they're also very happy with their comfortable lives. Where, which is fine, if that's what you want for your life, if you want this kind of comfortable life where you're never really happy, you're never really unhappy, you're just... Status quo. Yeah, but then, you know, I feel fairly certain that those people on their deathbeds are going to be like, oh, perhaps I could have used things, like, yeah, a bit not. better. Or not. Or not, and that's fine. If you're one of those people, it's fine. Um, <laughs> but, like... Don't judge us, we won't judge you. <laughs> exactly. But I'm not, I'm not going to listen to those those people yeah and I think there's that there's different levels of, of this throughout our lives as well um 
I know we've had this conversation before and I'm actually a bit like that's quite a vulnerable thing to say knowing that other people would listen to it but I know that I'm made for bigger things yeah um which when I say that out loud to other people I'm like you sound like a dickhead stop it <laughs> but like I know that I'm not meant to have a small life me too I would, I would join you. Yes, in the, you're gonna join me in the in the arena. Um, yeah, no. Um, I, I feel that. Yeah, it just none of that appeals to me at all. I don't, I don't want to be safe. Uh, well, like, I do want to be safe. I do I very I'm, much want to be safe. I wouldn't mind a little bit of security. Um, but like, yeah, uh, I, I'm. I think the difference is we see w- what is around us and go, this could be changed. This could be so much better than it is. Mm. How how do I change that? Yeah. Rather than maybe just complaining about something that needs changing. Yeah, I think that's what most people do. Are we are we being um <laughs> I was gonna oh this is gonna go down a totally different tangent, but like ah uh, That's it. Or like I was like, oh we're being bitches now, like but I don't mean it like I mean it like No 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 we're not being bitches. Um we're and we shouldn't use that word anyway. No, no, but um, that's why I'm, that's why I didn't want to say it. Because I didn't I don't mean it like that. And and like Did you mean are we participating in bitchiness? Maybe. Yeah, like the the gossipy like Yeah, and I cause it, it, it I don't feel that that is what we're doing, but I feel like maybe it could be seen that way. No, I, I don't think it is. I think it's just... Um, a lot of people, and I've definitely been one of these people, that's probably why I stayed in an abusive relationship for as long as I did, don't want to rock the boat. Like, they don't want to lose anything. They're not willing to fail at something or for something to fail which means they then have to let go of it and move on to something that's better for them Mm. um we've had this conversation it's like pain versus suffering most people will suffer their entire lives because they can't face the pain of making a change that will get them out of the suffering this is an episode later what pain versus suffering? No, making hard decisions. Making hard, yeah, so yeah, this is yeah, this is the episode. <laughs> making hard decisions. It's it's that taking of action, knowing not knowing what could, what could happen, whether it will be a success or a failure. Chances are it will be both, um, and people don't. People just spend their time skirting around the edges or sitting on the fence or walking on eggshells, not wanting to upset anyone, not wanting to do something different because they also see that everyone else is doing something and that's working. So we'll all do that that, rather than being like, actually, what if we did something different? What if we tried this? It might not work. It might fail. But also it might be really good. Mm. And I think... Yeah, I mean, that is what failure is. Um, It's that making hard decisions and taking action and making a big leap of faith and not knowing what the end result is going to be. And doing it anyway. Yeah. Committing. Um... And pushing through even when it's hard. Um, not in a toxic way, as I said. Like, I still think quitting is a really important skill set. <laughs> <laughs> it's important to quit. <laughs> if something's really not working, and you've tried really hard, and now, I think, well, it's, it's how you feel inside, isn't it? Yeah. If you feel like what you're doing is important and it matters, then you know, you, you keep going and you try everything that you can, but 
Yeah, I just I just feel like everyone wants comfort and comfort. You said something to me the other day that was something along the lines of um, comfort doesn't um, uh, doesn't provide growth. No, it doesn't. You probably yeah. said it in a more eloquent way than I just said it, but you the only times you grow is when, when you're, you're uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, like. I'll give an example. Say, like, me and you had a fallout. Mm. Or no, say I said something to you that upset you. Mm. Um, I can be the one who's doing the upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> we've had, we've had, like, definitely. Yeah, we've had, yeah. But say I did something that upset you. I wasn't aware that I'd yeah. done something that had upset you. Yeah. And that might make you feel bad. And you'd have two choices at that point. A lot of people will choose the one that feels the most comfortable, and that's just not to say anything at all because they don't want to have an argument or they don't want to upset the other person. Um, so, but then you become a bit resentful. It festers, doesn't it? It does that. fester. And then I might do it again because I'm not aware that you're upset with me. And then you get more resentful. And then our relationship becomes toxic. And we're both suffering. Mm. Um, but if you choose to hold me to account and say, you know, um, you did this thing or you said this thing and it made me feel this way, that's really brave to do that. I think because you don't have you 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 can't predict how I'm going to react. No. And you have no control over how I'm going to react. No. And I might be a dickhead, which will then tell you that I was probably not a great person to be friends with in the first place. And that's the point to quit. <laughs> yes, and that's where you quit. Or <laughs> I might turn around and go, "Oh my god, Rosie, I'm so sorry. Um thank you for telling me." Um I'm sure there'll probably be, a, you know, a slightly more, bit wider discussion. I don't, I don't, I don't even know what it is that I've done. I do. <laughs> um, but then we can talk about it and our relationship can grow and it can be better because of that. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I might have failed because I hurt you or I did something that hurt you. But then because... We both wanted our relationship to continue and be better. We were able to successfully navigate that. Um, that's like a really basic example. But I do think people choose not to engage with the hard stuff because... It's scary. It's really scary. Um, because they're worried. They're worried about how they're going to come across. They don't have the language. Also, I, I find in my head it builds up quite quickly as well. Like, um, so, like, if I'm... I'm going to use a different example. If I'm going to start a new marketing plan, right? Mm -hmm. And I put everything into it. Um, and then I start to think about all the things that could potentially happen. All the different ways that I could fail. So I could fail financially because I've sunk money into something that doesn't come back. Yeah. Um, I can look like a twat because um what i've done isn't a good enough standard um i risk humiliation because the, these things this feels very familiar to me yeah. and like, <laughs> you know and i um a, a, an old favorite for me is um the i told you so um mm. you know having having those those people that aren't necessarily the most supportive come back and be like well what did you expect and it, like, once, if I start to listen to all those things... You're fucked. <laughs> um, yeah, and some days, that's what happens. And I, you know, those are the days that nothing gets done or I, like, have to rest or whatever because, like, I'm not strong enough to um, deflect those voices. Mm. But then, you know, you rest and you come back and... Yeah, you haven't... You've had, like, a, a mini failure. But that's what I mean. It's, like, there's no... People just have this have, have have this idea of failure as like a defining moment. Maybe if we or maybe if we realise how often we failed, we'd be okay with it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, I keep a um, 
gratitude journal. Maybe I'll keep a failure journal All as well. All the ways that I have failed today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's necessarily a good thing to start doing. Uh, but, Interesting. But maybe, yeah, no, no, maybe, 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 maybe I should do that. <laughs> If you're going to counteract all of them with something where you have succeeded or maybe you could write your failures and then be like but this failure led like, on to this or forgive yourself for them or something yeah there, there was like a closing ceremony mm. of your failures um but also that that, that does bring me on to those things that i failed at that have led me on to other things like what so, um i definitely feel like i mean i failed at photography for years what, how okay when you're saying you failed at photography what does that mean i need to think about this example because i definitely have examples where like something has failed but then it's like left space or like opened a door for something mm. else um or like because i tried that mm. i then made a connection somewhere else which then led on to another opportunity I like elsewhere where like um so I used to go to this networking group. Um, the first time I was ever really introduced to networking, and for me it just did not work. Mm. And I thought that that was something wrong with me. Like there was something wrong with what I had to offer, or there was something. Yeah. And it actually I was just in the wrong space. Yeah. So then when I found a group that was right for me, and then knew all the ways to make it work for me. Yes. Because I found all the ways that it didn't work for me <laughs> in the previous one. So failure is just participation. Yeah, I th- I, I genuinely think that. Yeah. I'm still kind of I'm still grappling with failure. But I I do definitely think that it's. It is just, just participation, and it doesn't need. It doesn't need. I, I don't know. It, we don't need to attach ourselves to it in any shape or form because if you do, then you're just gonna, you're not gonna strive and keep trying. Um, that being said, you know, Albert Einstein's quote of, you know, if you keep doing the same thing over and over again and it's not working, then that is a clear sign of insanity. Yeah, nice. um, so, you know, if you do fail this time, then you just look at why and you learn and then you take that forward into the next thing you do and that still might not work. Um, it's just ongoing, but obviously there are failures that feel bigger than others um like having to cancel snap last year felt like a huge one because um i it was in front of my entire industry (laughs) it wasn't like quietly in the background which can be equally as upsetting and difficult to deal with you you very much felt like you were on a public stage didn't you yes and it has definitely made me think there's been points where I've thought you know going back to those people who say oh you know is it worth it like is putting yourself out there this much is that worth it for what it potentially costs Mm -hmm. you and I would say that every time we get people together or we see people having a good time together, whatever it is, whether it's a free meetup or a workshop, or every time we get a message of saying how much we help someone, that then it's 100% worth it. Because I'm then checking back in with why I'm doing what I'm doing, which kind of goes back to what we were saying about how I don't feel like I was made for small, small things um, or a small life. Um, I definitely want to be on my own deathbed (laughs) to be like, yeah, I gave that, I gave it all a really good go. (laughs) I tapped out. I'm really tired. I'm so ready for whatever's next. (laughs) I hope it's lots of rest. Like with, with that big snap, (laughs) I hope it's lots of rest, with, with that big snap failure mm-hmm. I mean we've learned that that's not what I mean yes it was the wrong time but also like we've learned that that's not what people want anymore we've learned more about our community as, as a result yeah we've been probably on the ground a bit more this yes. year yeah. getting to know people face to face and having those 
you know, more personal interactions, which I've really enjoyed, to be honest. Yeah, so have I. Um, and it's, it's pushed us into doing all different things um, to make this year work, including doing this, doing this podcast, which I, we would never have had. If, if that bid snap had been successful, we wouldn't have done this. We wouldn't be reaching even more people. We wouldn't be, no. you know, doing everything that we're doing now to make it more accessible. Yeah. Make it not just for photographers, but, you know, for other creatives and stuff as well. And it, it just, you know, it's changed... And I, I honestly think that it was for the best because it's meant that it's we've looked at what we really want to achieve with Snap, what we want to change in the world. Oh, yeah, completely. Like, And I suppose that's like failure is also growth. It's participation, yeah. it's growth. Um, I, like I said, I, just, I feel like failure and success are one and the same thing. They're, they are cut from the exact same cloth. They're just different ends of... The, the, spec- the, the, the kind of spectrum mm. of that part of our lives and um, it's just like as you said we the way we're brought up mm. the school system the way people perceive others like <clears throat> I really I, I, I feel like people should fail more in public I always really love how um when I yes, but not in an X Factory. No, 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 no. Like, not not like in a TV show. Because way. that's oh, that drives me fucking nuts. <laughs> no, not 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 in a reality TV show way, but like in a um, like I was hearing about uh one of the I can't remember her name. She won a BAFTA, and her acceptance speech got cut. Oh, out. Olivia, Olivia Coleman. No, 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 no. She's not a big actress. She produced a film. She made. Okay. She it's on Netflix now. I can't remember the name of the film, or the name of her. But it's been kind of going around social media okay. because um, the BBC cut out her acceptance speech, um, and basically she it all quiet on the Great Western Front. I think I can't can't remember. Anyway, I'm not even trying to remember. <laughs> anyway, she bought. She was a triathlete. And she wanted to change her career and go into um, producing screenplays and films. Um, so she bought this screen this screenplay, which is now on Netflix, mm. um, years ago. So it's been a whole fucking journey. And um, she, like, sold her house. She, like, did everything to fund mm. this. Um, and... Um, she basically she was still short on money so she went back into being a triathlete to win prize money wow in order to have this made and um like that's like that's failing hard Mm. like at those points on each part of that journey the kind of messy middle, the like point where you decide you're going to do something and then all the stuff that happens mm. in between. Like, she must have had days and weeks where you'd be like, I've literally put everything I have into this. Like, and it's still not And working. you still don't know what the end result is going to be. You still don't know if it's going to work. You still don't know if it's going to be a success. I'm feeling slightly panicky just thinking about it. Yeah, no, I... But, also kind of reassured <laughs> yeah but i wish i wish because there's so much because of that shame around failure yeah. no one's talking about this when they're in it mm. like and that i think is uh, failing in public is um i don't know i just think there's so much honesty and authenticity in that because we're all just pretending aren't we that everything's really great and it's fine and I mean I think part of it's cultural as well mm. it's very British to be like oh how are you I'm fine I'm good how are you I'm good <laughs> I'm still British do you know what I mean though? yeah yeah and I'm I've also I, uh, I don't know I don't really do it anymore I'm, I'm kind of like oh you know up and down yeah I stopped saying uh, I know I just tell the truth um <laughs> Sorry, unless you actually want to know who I am, please don't answer me. 
<laughs> but yeah, I just think that failure is just something we need to get more comfortable with yeah. and see as part of like the day-to-day ever flow of owning a business, living a life. Mm. Um, and also if you want to actually live a life, like you can't avoid yeah, it. Yeah, to participate in it. You have to, you have to, if you want to participate, then you are going to have to fail. Mm. Um, and you should just try to find as much joy in that as possible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one of the most like joyful failures I I personally find. <laughs> it's like, um, I was talking about this with Grani actually, yeah. um, about uh, you know those reels that you see where people are just continuously fucking up artwork no. or like calligraphy or like, yeah, okay. and it's just like you, you know, you start it and then the pen goes funny or whatever, and it's just like fuck's sake, like fuck's sake, and it's like all of those kind of the ten fuck ups that it took before you got that name card exactly yes. right, like all that kind of stuff. I love watching it; it's so human. Yes, yeah, no, and and I find and, it so endearing. Yes, all of that because and just before we finish, like I just want to say that there is no. There is no success without a fucking shitload of hard work, grit, resilience, and probably a moderate level of insanity. Um, (laughs) At least. Behind it. And I think if you're worried about trying something or pushing yourself or doing something, just... If you feel like you're made for big things. Yeah, just... Just remember that whatever you're feeling right now is going to be a great story in about one to yes. two years. It'll be a chapter in the memoir. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that your failures are so much more interesting than your successes. Oh, yeah, that's good. Because that's they are. The failures are more interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I think we'll finish. Yeah, just leave it we'll finish on that. Because I'm definitely rambling today. <laughs> <laughs> and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye! Thanks for listening to Oh Snap. Like, follow and subscribe to keep yourself up to date with the episodes. And if you're feeling extra, share this episode with someone who might find it useful.